Discover how to live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Bishop Sam Darkwin. Bishop Sam Darkwin is the General Overseer of Songs of Praise Temple Worldwide and the Chairman of Sam Darkwin Ministries. An anointed, energetic, practical teacher, an author and a psalmist with a spirit-filled global music ministry. This servant of God will inspire you through practical teachings of the Word of God that will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body, soul and spirit. Now to today's message. As a child of God, you ought to appreciate and understand that because of the covenant we have with God, in times like this, what happens to others, it cannot happen to you. What affects others, it cannot affect you. And so, I want you to know and to believe that when God is on your side, it is better than any other things you can place your hands on. People are afraid of a disease. But they are not afraid of God. But you see there is something that when you are afraid of and you have it. It gives you an upper hand over anything that is called disease. That had been designed to come after your life. And so Matthew 10 verse 1. As I recap a little bit, Matthew 10 verse 1, the word of the Lord said something very profound. The Lord said something very profound. Read it, Matthew 10 verse 1. And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples. When he called unto him. Now, anytime you become a disciple of Jesus, you have been called into a new kingdom. Amen. Watch this. Uh-huh. He gave them power. So he... when you receive the Lord as your personal savior, that day there was something that was given to you. It's called power. And what is this power for? Against unclean spirits. There are other spirits that you cannot use the natural to overcome till you become spiritual. And this spirit, ladies and gentlemen, it takes higher power to deal with them. And so it's not for everybody, but those that have been born again, those that are of God, the day you accepted the Lord as your personal savior and became the disciple of Jesus, he exchanged your life and deposited something called power. And that power, you got to use it for unclean spirits. Watch this. Uh -huh. To cast them out. That unclean spirit, they got to cast out by the authority you have, which is the power he has been given unto you. Amen. Watch this. Uh -huh. And to heal all manners of sicknesses. All manner of sicknesses. And all manner of diseases. And all manner of diseases. Somebody say sicknesses. Sicknesses. Talk to me, say diseases. Diseases. So as a child of God, you are even higher than sicknesses. As a child of God, you are higher than diseases. As soon as you accept the Lord as your Lord and Savior, there is free power that comes upon you. That gives you divine exemption. In other words, when other people are getting sick, the sickness may come. 
But you have something that is given to you called power. And this power it produces. This unclean spirit produces sicknesses and diseases. But the power you have received you can use it to cast it out. In this time of despair ladies and gentlemen. In this time of confusion. And in this time where people are just losing their focus. It's so amazing that the children of God. That follow Christ don't know what they have. You cannot build fear in me because greater is He that is in me than what is coming after the world. You see, God's will for His people is to enjoy health and long life. God, His will, as you become the disciple of Jesus, as you get born again, the will of God. For your life is to enjoy health and long life. But you see, fear is taking over our faith in God. Because your faith in God is the opposite of fear. So instead of people believing in what God is saying, we rather want to believe what Satan is saying. And it is not making us enjoy the will of God that had been prescribed, put for it, for us, for us to enjoy into the fullness. Fear is not part of you as a child of God. You know, one of the things a lot of people don't know is it is fear that kills. It's not disease that kills. It's fear that kills. Fear is so heavy that it's always fighting against faith. So Jesus himself, he has to come down on this earth as God in flesh to investigate the things that cause people to panic. The things that cause people to die before their time. The things that make people tremble when they don't need to, even though they are the children of God. And so according to Hebrews 2, 13, on to 15, Hebrews 2, 13, on to 15. Let's hear the word of God. Go ahead. And again, I will put my trust in him. Uh-huh. And again, behold, I and my children, I and the children which God has given me. Uh-huh. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh mm-hmm. and blood, mm-hmm. he also himself likewise took part of the same, mm-hmm. that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. Mm-hmm. That is the devil. So then, death is produced by the devil. Now you better watch me, you're going to get it very soon. Death is produced by the devil. The Bible uses the word. Go back to 40. Go back to 40. It's produced by the devil. The Bible said that the power of death. That is the devil. So anytime you see somebody dying. Watch me. The devil had come in. If it is not his time to die. Can I teach in the boy building. Because it's Sunday morning we teach here. Oh, help me to teach. Can I teach? Anytime, ladies and gentlemen, that there is power of death threat on people, 
says the word of the Lord. So then, if the devil want to desire something called coronavirus, his main agenda is for death. So that people will come to the place to be hunted by death. Now you got to appreciate that there is a difference between death and the power of death. There is a power that of praise to make people die before even their time. That is why if it is not your time to die, then something is threatening you of death. Then I want you to know since it's not your time to die, then Satan is up to something because he wants to introduce that to you. And what he uses to do that is called fear. Fear. Look at this. Go to the next verse. Look at this. And deliver them who through fear of death. So, there is a difference there. Anytime it is not your time to die. And Satan, which is the devil, he wants to bring what he has and produce God death, but it's not your time to death, to die. What he does is, he will introduce what we call fear. As soon as fear comes in, then look at this. Where, who were, who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage? So anybody you see in bondage today, it's because fear is hunting them. That is why they are Christians, but they are afraid. Hey, coronavirus, we are going to die. 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 They have taken fear more than they're taking the faith dose that they have in Christ. Where there is fear, life is cut short. Where there is fear, the devil desires fear such a way that it will be used against you and you will be wicked so that the power of death will take over you. Beloved, it is not about what somebody is saying. It is about what is written in the Bible. The covenant you have with God should be more higher than what you are hearing. Today you can't trust anybody. The medicals don't even know what they are doing. They are confused. They are saying all kinds of things. This disease came and broke out and it is like a big deal. That Christians don't know they are right. But yet Jesus is saying unclean spirit bring disease and sicknesses and Christians have to get up and cast it out. Today a lot of churches have closed down. Today a lot of Christians don't want to come to church. If the world has failed, where are they supposed to go? The world don't have an answer. Does it mean the church shouldn't have an answer? And, and we have clothes. You see, there are things. It's not medical. Because if it is medical, we will solve it with medical. But there are things. A spiritual. January, we were okay. December, we were okay. All of a sudden, this have come. Where is it coming from? Unclean spirits have brought fear. Preparing to kill people. So that we will lose our focus. And Christians, that God have called you as a disciple and have given you power to cast them out. People 
are using their powers and they are putting it in their pockets. And they are afraid. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I don't want to talk to this one. I don't want to sit close to this one. I don't want to. Let me tell you, if it is not your time to die, I'm going to teach you the Bible this morning. If it's not your time to die, there is nothing from the pit of hell that is permitted to take your life. If it is not your time to die, I'm telling you, they can bring a virus in your hands. It will die in your hands. Why? If God have not commanded you to die, you cannot die. I'm not communicating with somebody here. So, then, we are now taking fear. And the fear, the Bible is saying, our lifetime, our system, it had brought us to bondage. So, every Christian today, we have power, but we are in bondage because of fear. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Something will happen. Oh, I'm not coming to church. Coronavirus. Oh, if you are sick, where are you supposed to go? It is better to die in the house of the Lord than to die in the hospital. If you don't know, I'm telling you. But people prefer to listen to other people that cannot die for them. But cannot listen to the one that historically we have come to know. He died for our sake. He made himself poor so that we can be rich. He became weak so that we can be strong. If somebody gave you divine exchange, divine exemption, then you got to know that as a child of God, you are exempted from other people. Yes. You are not who they say you are. Yes, so the Bible says, fear. And look at what Jesus did. Jesus did something very profound. Go ahead and read it. Jesus Verse did. 16. Go ahead and did. read it. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Okay, don't let me rush my scripture. Tonight I'll talk about it. You see, Jesus came on earth. Tonight I'll talk. It's on my tonight news. Jesus came on earth and realized that fear is introduced by the devil and the devil had designed something called death. So when Jesus came, he took upon himself and died to go to the grave to see what is there. That is so powerful that people are afraid. When Jesus came out, he said, I have taken the kids. Now I have victory over death. Death cannot hold on to anybody that followed me. Death is not permitted. In other words, they will bring fear to you. It's the fear that is killing you because death had already been conquered. People are afraid and being afraid is killing them. Because they have built their mind to be afraid. The reason why you came on this earth, you got to find out. His will for your life. His will for your life. His will. Let's look at 3 John. 3 John 1-2. 3 John 1-2. A bit. Let's hear the word of God. John. Therefore, James, are you there? Make it bold. Closer. Yes. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest God. heed uh -huh. to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let him, we should, we should let them slip. Start again and read again. Third John, one verse two. Therefore, we ought to give. The more earnest is to the things which we have heard. This is Hebrew. We want oh, no, no, no. Third John. Third John. Third John. 
3 John 3 John 1 and 2 3 John Glory to God We want to look at the will of God concerning our lives The will of God 3 John 1 2 The will of God concerning our lives 3 John Now no, let me handle it When it's time to read you say it 3 John 1 2 Glory to God. Want to know the will of God. Concerning. Our lives. When I saw the other scripture. As we waited for the scripture to come up. I figured out that. I am not afraid anymore in my life. Do you know why? If death actually was designed by the devil. That is the devil. That is why Jesus came. And came to die. To get to the grave. To know what is all this death about. To conquer death. And to make us free. Because the only power that the devil had was death. Let's hear the word of the Lord. Beloved. Uh -huh. I wish above all things. I wish above all things. That thou mayest prosper. That thou may prosper. Somebody say prosper. Uh huh. And being health. And being where? Health. Uh huh. Even as thy soul prospers. Even as your soul prospers. The will of God for you. If you don't know the intent of God, I'm telling you today. Number one, the will of God concerning your life is to have your soul being saved. That's the number one. Salvation is the will of God. Number two, is for healing in your body. That you may be in a good health. That is the will of God. Number three is for prosperity. You see from Genesis. From Genesis. We will understand the body. Was not meant to, to die. From Genesis. The, when we talk about Adam and Eve. In the beginning in Genesis 1 verse 31. It tells us that when God created. Death was not in the mind of God. So human beings were supposed to live forever. I'll say that again. Death was not introduced by God from the beginning. And we read in the other scripture that death was introduced by the devil. It was not God's thing. So God himself, he introduced from the book of Genesis 1.31 so that we will live for long or we will live forever. But when men fell, a lot of things started changing. So the fall of man introduces Satan back into place. And a lot of things that were given to us in the beginning started getting tempered with. So then, death was not an intent of God. Go and check your Bible. You never heard that in the beginning and he created death. No. According to the other scripture, death was introduced by Satan. How did Satan bring this? So that he can override us and take control of us. How does he do that? He uses what we call fear to deal with that. So from history, from the Bible, from creation, fear was not there. So man was supposed to live for long. Genesis 1.31 But then after man fell, then it became so hard. I don't know why I'm still waiting. Genesis 131. 
Genesis that we realize uh-huh and God saw everything that he made that he had made and he behold it was very good mm-hmm. and the evening and the morning were the sixth day uh-huh 32 We've been having some technical on the computer. Maybe that's contributing for her being slow. But listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. The Bible describes the creation we came to discover in the word of the Lord that death was not created. I want you to understand that. It's from the devil. And the devil had not created, so he has no right upon you. That is why he has introduced something called fear. Because when you are afraid, it weakens you to the grave that he has designed called death. Am I communicating with someone here? So then, in Genesis 3, or Genesis 6 verse 3, we begin to learn few things, ladies and gentlemen. And it helps us to enhance, to come to the place of understanding, beginning from the first race. It's talking pertaining to the first thing now. After man had fall, even that, God decided to make some arrangements and to make an amends. And I'm going to tell you how God did it. So God, this is his prescription for man. What is his pres- prescription for man? Genesis says, Just read, just read. And the Lord said, and My the Lord spirit said, shall not always strive with man. Uh-huh. For that he also is flesh. Uh-huh. Yet his days shall be one hundred and twenty years. So God, after the fall of man, he has to make amends. And God is saying, in the beginning man was to live forever. But because of sin, man fall. But even with that, the minimum I can give a man is one twenty. I'm coming, just wait. Because some of you have been told about 70 score by David. It was David that said death, not God. I want you to know the difference. David said, I want to be 70. And God gave him 70. So when you are 70 years old, you are not old. If it was the Bible days, you were a teenager. Because God wished for us to live forever. So death was not part of it. And God came after the fall of man to make an amends. And God said, even in the minimum, what I expect for everybody to live on this earth is 120. If you look at your age today and you now take it out from 120, you know that you are very young. Stop acting old. Some of you have, have a low self-esteem, but yet you are in the kingdom. A child of God should believe God. God said that your minimum to cut off is 120. You are 70 and you are started saying that I'm weak already. Retirement. Me, when I'm just even 116, I have my Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah. And if I'm coming to church and I'm, I'm, I'm walking like this, it's not because my leg is weak. No, it's a style. You know, I got some swagger. I, I got some swagger. I'm not ready to die. So if you are thinking, oh, when will Bishop die so that I can take over the church? You have a long way to go. Because I am doing double. If it is 120, I want 240. Yes. Yes. Am I talking to somebody in the building? Yes. And so, God, His wishes for you and I. God, 
His expectation for you and I is 120. If God is on your side and you are on the side of God and he wished 120, that if Satan designed what we call death to take you before your time is not the will of God. And so they will bring fear to you through sicknesses and diseases. But Jesus said those that are the followers of Jesus, he has given you power and authority to cast them out because you are not ready to die. That devil is a liar. Who is telling you you die before your time? Glory to God. Let's look at a bit of history. After the declaration, Adam was the first man. You see, after the declaration, after God saying that the minimum should be 120 years old, Adam was the first man. Guess what? Adam died at 930 years old. So God is saying minimum. So if I say I'm doubling it, try to understand what I'm saying. Because you are not supposed to die under 120. Please, don't say your hair is breaking. No, fix it again. Don't say that, oh, my, are the children here? Don't say my breast is going on the south. Let it come back on the north. Yes. You are young. Am I communicating with somebody here? You are young. Don't program your mind. Don't. The will of God. You see, people don't like scriptures. I'm sick and tired of churches that we don't teach. You go, we holler. I can holler for you to stand. Mm, mm, that is not what people need. You need to know what God's will concerning your life. That you'll be in good health. You will prosper. Even to the point that your soul. You see the body must be old. But the inside is young. Yes. And it is the inside that push the outside. Amen. Adam. He was one of them. That was very old. Now watch this. Let me give you history. Adam died when he was 930. After the declaration. Then his son said, his son said, he also lived up to 912 years old. 912. And the son said, also have a son called Enos, not Enoch, Enos, not Enoch, Enos. He also died 905. And it continued. So we got to the man with a name called Enoch. With him, he couldn't even die. He couldn't die. You are supposed to die, but he was not dying. The Bible said that God had to rapture him. God had to take him out. Because you, you have decided you do right things. So that wrong things will not come to you to die. He was not dying. It suggests to me that there are some people that I believe they won't die before rapture comes. Why? Because they are going to do the right things for them to live long and the devil grave will be shut and the fear of God in them will not allow fear from the devil to overtake them to their grave. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so the Bible says something very profound in Genesis 5.23. Watch this. Let's look at Enoch. Genesis 5.23. Genesis 
Let's share the word of God. Uh-huh. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. This man, he was not ready to die. He was pushing, pushing, pushing. Some of you, if even the minimum is given to you, calculate your ear now. For you to have fear in you about this stupid disease designed from the pit of hell called coronavirus and he had made your faith shake to the point that you won't serve God. To the point that pastors are closing church. It's an error. It's an error. Look at this. Enoch also had a son. Jump to 27. Matusala. Look at Enoch. He had a son. And all the days of Methuselah were uh-huh. 969 years. And he died. So Enoch's son, also in the 900 mark. 969. My brother, you are not dying. Yes. Who is telling you to die? Who is announcing that on you and you are happy sitting down? Whereas he has given you power. Inside you to cast that unclean spirit that brings sicknesses and diseases. So, Enochsan Methuselah 969. After God had passed a sentence, this is after God had come and said, Okay, I'll give you 120. If after God had come to pass a sentence, People are growing and growing and growing and growing and growing and I am not ready to die. They said, oh, oh, I met Jim drop me at King Supers yesterday. Come and see character. People are walking like this. This one is coming and this one is going like this. Everybody is at the counter. And when they are at the counter, everybody is... Can I get some bread? I said, look at these people. They have believed the reports of the media. Your remedy is to switch the TV off. Why? Faith cometh by hearing the word of God. If you hear the word of the devil, it develops fear in you and it begins to take your life. The fear is what the devil wants to use to degrade for you. Switch the TV off. Play some. Listen, listen. In this modern society, even doctors have failed. They have failed. That is why they don't have medications for all, all kinds of sicknesses. That is why you need God. Today, they are not, they don't care about you. Let me tell you, this is why you don't know. It's all about money. Have you seen the medical firm booming and booming and booming? It's a multi-million dollar company now. They are always creating another thing. They will create another thing so that you feel like you got to get this medication. You got Christians believe medication more than believe in the word of God which has got a supernatural medication to heal in the physical. And I don't understand. It's about your money. Look at the wickedness in our lives today. Look at the wickedness is going on around the world. Today, people can make rice out of a rubber. Rice out of a rubber. If it is not about money, why would somebody think of making rice out of a rubber? That means that we need God in this system more than anything in our lives. 
That means that our focus should not be in any. But the Bible says, a curse be a man that put his trust in a man. But those that put their trust in God, the God that created heaven and earth, when you were coming from your mother's womb, did you have a map in your hands how your life should be? Why don't you give him your life? Why don't you let him take over? Why don't you give him the wheel? Why don't you allow him to drive the car? Don't listen to anybody that cannot die for you. They just want to put fear in you. You can now see that long life had always been the plan of God. Long time. That is why tonight you will enjoy it when I begin to talk more about fear. Tonight. Because there are some people, we call them divine exemption. There are some people, other things happen to them, but you, it can't happen to you. Why? Because greater is he that is in you than the one that is coming after you. Am I communicating in the field? So, child of God, understand that God's will and plan for your life, from the beginning, death was not part of it. Understand that it was Satan, the devil, who brought the evil of death. He called it, he used the power of death to create death. How is he going to now put people into death? It's fear. Fear opposes faith. Okay. Faith is to put your trust in God. Fear is to put your trust in other things. One way or the other, you are going to be afraid of one thing. Either coronavirus or God. But today, people are not afraid of God. They are afraid of coronavirus. Whereas God, that has got power of coronavirus, is ready to kill it, people don't want to pay attention to it. Why don't you be afraid of God so that he will give you power to walk upon snakes and scorpions and nothing shall any means harm you. Amen. I am teaching in the Bible. Yes. Deuteronomy 34 verse 7. Let's look at Moses. Deuteronomy. So long life is very... So, so the devil is the one creating death for your life. Look at Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy the enemy. And Moses was 120 years old. How old was Moses? 120. How old was Moses? 120. So Moses was 120 years. Now watch this. Uh huh. Old. When he died. When he died. His, his eyes was not dead. Even the time Moses was dying in 120, the eye didn't have a problem. He was not using contact lenses or anything. Talk to me. Uh huh. No, his nature falls. His, his body was still the same. Uh huh. Verse 8. Go ahead. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days. The so other translation said, the new king James, he said, and Moses' body and his energy and his vigor was so strong than before. Even at the point of death, being 120, Moses was still strong. Child of God, you better listen to this preacher today. Other than that, let me tell you, they will decide your life and they will put you in grave. According to the scripture, God never created, in the Bible, God never created death. 
I have showed you that it is Satan that designed what we call death. What he used to kill people so that they would die. I've shown you in the Bible. It's called fear. That is why fear is written 365 times in the Bible. In other words, 365 days, every day you take a dose of fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. So the intent of God was not for any man to die. But when man fall, then God began to make an amends. And God said, minimum, you are supposed to die 120 years. So all the people I've been talking about, you could tell from the first family and their family coming down, you could tell that none of them, they were dying very young. Oh, my back. My back. Even Moses, when he was almost about to die, which is the death figure of God, the Bible says his eye could see clear. He had enough strength. The vigor was so strong and he could march on and do anything. Let me tell you, child of God, when I am 120, I am still bouncing like a tennis ball. Because I am not ready to die today, not tomorrow. Jesus came and he took the keys of life and death and said it is over. Because the only thing the devil could use was death. That is why Jesus went to the grave. If it is about only resurrection, then he had already resurrected. But when he got up, he then began to say, Oh, grave! Where is your power? Because grave was having power and dominion over his people. He said, Oh, death! Where is your victory? Because he conquered it, made amends, so that we'll be able to be free. May you live long in your lifetime. May you live longer and longer and longer. Some of you will be 450. Some of you will be 620. Oh, some of you will be 722. Oh, the one that believes, come on, shout a bit better. Amen. That's the will of God concerning your life. You cannot say, I am tired. Oh, Bishop, you don't understand. My, my strength is weak. Oh, Bishop. Oh, because psychologically, you have programmed your mind to be 70. But you see, it was David that asked for, you know, with God, whatever you ask, he will give you. But whatever he's saying is, your minimum is 120. The error of the world, the whole world, the error, including children of God, the error we are holding on to is David. Because David said, it's going to be 70. So most believers have just programmed themselves and have put their spiritual self-esteem down. Some of you have started even thinking of your will. Some of you are now registering new insurance policies. Because I am about to go. Some of you are putting pressures on your sons and daughters. Why? Because I want to see my grandchildren before I die. How old are you? I am 65, so I want to see my grandchildren. Because psychologically, you have programmed yourself that you are supposed to die. You have programmed yourself. Oh, church, I am teaching better than you think I am. Because some of you, it is true, you have built your mind. Some of you even, even pray. Pray like a Republican. You pray and question God. God, I am getting almost to 70 and I don't have a husband. God, you are not there. If you are there, you would have done it for me. God, you have done it. 
who told you that 70 God cannot do it? Go and check Sarai. At her old age, God still visited. Why? Because to God, she was still a teenager. The vigor was strong. The waist was intact. Go and check your Bible. The husband was very old. If he was not old, why would he even look for a younger girl more than him? Because everything was working powerfully. Am I communicating with somebody? Stop thinking that you are going to die. Don't accept this fear. Let me show you something with David. David, Psalm 90, verse 10. Psalm 90, verse 10. The days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if by reason of a strength of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, and we fly away. They will fly away. So then, the days of your years. So it was David speaking. He requested for it. It was his choice. Go ahead. It was his choice. Who knoweth the power of things? Leave it alone. Look at me. David, his choice was the seventh day. Not God's choice. God's choice is saying you are supposed to be minimum 120. Coronavirus can never cut you short. No, no, no. I'm not listening to their report. Let me tell you what signs are doing. They are not healers. I told you on Friday. They are discovering to recover. You see? Let me give you this. One lady is arguing with the medical people on the White House and they have cut him from TV. He said, number one, he said, why are the people that have been treated, they are not allowing them to come out to talk. Or we are not showing them. Because they have deliberately don't want you to believe that it's treatable. It's all about fear. The lady said, when the virus gets you, it cannot manifest till after nine days. But by nine, down nine days, you will know the symptoms. And if your immune system is high, it helps you because they don't have a vaccine yet. So it's the immune system. That is why they keep you in a room for 14 days. So that the immune will fight itself. Who is the one operating for it to fight? Is that the medicine? So God said I won't kill you. Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid? He just said wash your hands. Put vinegar in water. Wash your hands. What? You are fine. But they won't tell you that truth. That is why people in Africa. They are not dying because of the sun. Because of the sun. The sunshine is, you know, African yeah. African hot hot sun is a hot hot sun. It can even make you just forget your social security number. Yeah. Praise the Lord. That is why the people in Africa, they are not dying. Do you know why? Because the sunshine is helping their immune, uh, immune system to boost up. But they are telling you to stay home. You are supposed to get out to get sunshine. 
You see, the, you see, you can't even trust them. A doctor is arguing with them that they are bringing fear for nothing. So how can you trust them? You have to trust the word of God. Amen. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes. It is your choice. David's choice. And David died 70. 70 years. David died because it was his choice. Deuteronomy. Let me fast forward. Deuteronomy 30 verse 19. Dethrone the enemy. 30. 19. Let's hear the word of God. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you mm-hmm. that I have set before you life and death. Uh-huh. Blessing and curse. So God don't choose for you. It is your choice. He said I have set before you life and death. Then he goes ahead. Choose one. Now he is about to ask you what you should choose. Go ahead. Therefore choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. So he didn't ask you by force. Choose it. He said this is your choice. But for an advice. Try and choose life. Kingdom citizens are not supposed to die. So Mr. and Mrs. Executive choose life. Amen. This church. Nobody have died before. And if even you die. I'll come and resurrect you. Because you are not ready to die. If even you die, I don't know how to conduct the funeral service because I've not done one before. Amen. I don't know whether we should sing hymns or I, I don't know whether we should. It is well. I, I just don't know what to do. So you are not dying. Nothing will hold you bound. It is your choice. Psalm 103. Verse 3 to 5. Look at what some, the psalmist said. Very profound. Very, very profound. Look at this. Quickly. Psalm 103, 3 to 5. Uh-huh. 3 to 5. Who forgive all things, iniquities? Uh-huh. Who healed who all thy diseases? Uh-huh. Who redeemed thy life from destruction. So then, he forgive us from all iniquities, which is sin, and heal us all diseases. That means that what produced these diseases is the same. But when you are selective as your Lord, personal Savior, sin doesn't have dominion over you. So you will not be in disease. Watch this. Who crowned thee with loving kindness? After that, then you will have loving kindness, tender mercies. Uh huh. Who satisfied thy mouth with good things and renewed your strength? Now look at me. Sin is there. When sin is there, you are getting weaker, but you don't know. You are going down, but you don't know. Sin is cutting your life short, but you don't know. Oh, I love that woman. I love that man. But it's going down, but you don't know. You are reducing your strength, but you don't know. You are reducing your strength, you don't know. Your strength is going down as you sin. As you sin. As you, that's why people that are sinners, they die very fast. But the ones that have accepted the Lord as their personal savior, 
They not be a big sinner, which they are weak already. But as soon as they receive the Lord as their personal savior, the Bible says that then he will heal the disease that will take them to their grave, restore unto them loving kindness, then renew their strength again, and they will become stronger, and they will not die before their time. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Child of God, if we can concentrate on the fear of God, we will not be afraid of diseases. That is why I'm saying people are afraid of diseases. But they are not afraid of God. That is why people behave anyhow even in the house of the Lord. Because the fear of God is not there anymore. They behave anyhow. But when you have the fear of God, it renews your strength. Isaiah 40, 31. Those that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They will mount us with wings as eagles. They will grow and they will, will not get tired. Even when they are in the space of getting weary. Weary. They will not get tired. Let me tell you, child of God, as I begin to run this thing out, I want you to know that don't be afraid because if you are a disciple, he has given you power. Number two, know that death is not from God, it's from the devil. Number three, if God is even to compensate you, he has given you 120 years. Don't allow sicknesses. If you are allowing it, then there is a sin somewhere. If you can deal with a sin, then your strength will be renewed. And for those that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. So you want to be stronger in strength and you will not be weak? Stop going to the nightclub every Saturday night. Dropping it like it's hot. Make sure you are waiting upon the Lord every now and then. Am I teaching good here? Let me finish with this. How to get healthy and and have a long life. Number one. How to get healthy and have a long life. Number one. Set your mind on the right things. I want to speed it up. Set your mind on the right things. Always think right things. Think long life. Think healthy. Some of you, your mind is so wrong. I can't believe that. Some people might have been sentenced that they believe in the doctor more than their priest. They believe in the words of their doctor more than the word of God. Whether the doctor was practicing in India, that got a wrong certificate in his name. How would you know? But you even believe in it. People go to their doctors with faith and confidence, but they come to God with wrong minds. How? Do you get healthy and have a long life? Set your mind on the right things. Set your mind. Focus your mind. If it is negative, don't hear it. Negative, don't hear it. Right things you want to hear. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, corona, coronavirus. Switch the TV off. Don't hear it. Set your mind. That I will not die. I shall live and declare the words of God. I am healthy. I am stronger. For greater is he that is in me. So you set your mind on the right things. 
It will get you healthy. And it will make you live a long life. Look at Proverbs. Proverbs 23 verse 7. Proverbs 23 verse 7. Proverbs 23 verse 7. For as he thinketh in his heart. As he thinketh. So is he. So is he. Eat and drink. Says he to thee. Uh-huh. But his heart is not with thee. What you think is what you can, you become. What you think is what you are. Think right. Oh, I think I think some of you know the medical terms more than you know the test of the Bible. I am suffering from a cascotoscotostiasis. The doctor said, I have acuntolobondondas. They remember that name. And their mind is on it. Think about the right things. What are some of the things you can think that he has given me a name above every other name? Yes. There are the mention of the name Jesus. Yes. Every other names like cancer, diabetes, high yes. blood pressure, yes. they will bow yes. so that you may live long. Number two, feed on the word of God. Feed on the word of God all the time. Proverbs 4, 20 to 22. Feed yourself on the word of God. The word of God will give you the right mindset. The word of God, it will make you healthy and have a very good life. Amen. Feed on the word of God. Watch this. Uh huh. My son. My son. Attend to my words. Attend to my words. And my word. Pay attention with your ears. Unto my sayings. And also what I'm saying. Don't just hold on to the word, but also hear what I'm saying. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Don't let this word leave your sight. Keep them in thy mind. In the Kiss midst. the word of God. In the midst of thy heart. In your heart. For they are alive unto those that find them. You want long life? Feed your spirit with the word of the Lord. For his words are life. You want long life? Go for the word. Amen. You want to live long? Go for the word. So then when they say outside there that everybody is going to die, everybody is going to be sick because you have the word of God in you, you are not like them. You will say they will be sick but there is divine exemption. Amen. You are not going to be sick. Amen. I pray none of you will be cut short yes, but Lord. the word of God will produce a result. Yes, Lord. Come on, shout a big brother. Amen. Amen. And heal to all their flesh. The word of God will be healthy to you. You want to live long life? You want to be healthy? Read God's word. Be happy hearing God's word. I feel sad for people that they can even be bold to say that they are sick. Now I'm not addressing anybody that might be sick. I'm just saying in general. All because something, something, something. Is the word you need. Go and hear it. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of the Lord. The Bible said that he sent forth his word. To heal. And to deliver. Them from their diseases. So even as you come hearing the word of God. It heals you. Number three. Be church addict. You want to live long? You want to have a healthy life? So that diseases and viruses will not come to you. Be church addict. I go to a place, even at the airport. 
when I'm in transit and it is Sunday, I get a taxi and look for the nearest church. I am church addict. Because they will give me long life. But when there is life, there is hope. Be church addict. Some of you, your church lifestyle is conditional. When I'm in a good mood, then I come to church. When I'm not in a good mood, I come to church. Some of you have even chosen your job over church. Oh, Bishop, I got work. That's why. I got nothing personal. But let me tell you, any work. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I, you see, I'm not a preacher that I'm here for your money. So I tell you the truth the way it is. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So that I can help you. Any job that takes you away from the presence of God or your God is not given by God. Pray that God should give you another job. I'm telling you something spiritual. Any job that takes you away from God is not from God. So stop giving testimony that God has given me a job. God will not give you a job that will take you away from him. Another day I'll preach about it. But it's for the wise to start thinking. Some of you, you even call for the shift. Oh, give me Sunday shift. Take Sundays off. Go to them in prayer. Mr. and Mrs. Manager, Sundays morning and evening, I am dedicated to my God. You give everything to yourself. What do you give for God? And you want to live long? It will never happen. But those that are church addicts, they live long. Psalm 92. Verse 13 to 14. Am I doing okay here? Psalm 92, 13 to 14. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall flourish. Uh-huh. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. Even when they are old, they still have fruits. They shall be fat and flourishing. They will be fat and they will be flourishing. Ay, 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 ay. Ah, I love this word. So I don't come to church for you. I come to church so that I might live long. Hey, even in my old age, still more money, more resources, more food. In my own age, my fruit is speaking for me. Uh, you just call me, uh, uh, Bishop, I am in Cascatuan. I said, hold on, uh, my executive driver will pick you up and take you to my executive apartment. In my own age, I'm still prosperous. Amen. In old age. Watch this. Uh-huh. I'll bring fruit and I'll be fat and I'll begin to flourish. Hear me, ladies and gentlemen, those that are church addicts always live into their old age and they flourish. You want to live long? You want to be healthy? Be like David. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. For in the house of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. Be church addict. It will cause you to live long. And when you are church addict, coronavirus will be with other people, but because you are church addict, it's divine exemption. You are not part and parcel of them. Somebody say yes. I've got two more and then I'll close you. Speak right words. Psalm 34 verse 12 to 13. Speak good things. 
It will make you live long. It will give you a healthy life and a long life. Look at this. What man is he that desired life uh-huh. and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and Keep thy lips. Keep your tongue from evil. And uh-huh. thy lips from speaking girl. I am stupid. I am broke. I am I am sick. I am sick. I am sick. All this thing you speak is cutting your life short. Even the word I am is for God. That is why in the English word, if you are sick, you are supposed to say I am sick. But because I am is the name of God, when it came to God, he said, let the weak say, I am strong. English will say, let the weak say, I am weak. But because I am cannot be weak, you have to say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am You're supposed to be, let the poor say, I am poor. Because I am cannot be poor, so you can't say that I am poor. Hear me, when you speak good things, write words into your future. It just makes you live long. Every day. Oh, I'm suffering from this. Oh, I have pneumonia. Oh, I have high blood pressure. Oh, I am... They have one day or Um... I am a diabetes patient. Oh, I am this. I I am broke. I am broke. This is your mouth. You even look at your children and say, your big head like your father. Your mouth is not saying the right words. It will cut your life short. But those that speak, the Bible says that a man, he desires life and long life for many days to come because he's speaking the right words. Number five, honor your parents. Honor your parents. Honor your parents. Ephesians 6, 1 to 3. Honor your parents. Honor your parents. Fast forward. Be fast, fast. I'm taking five minutes, Grace time. Honor your parents. Children, obey your parents. Children, obey your parents in the law. For this is right. For this is right. Honor thy father and mother. Your father and mother. Which is the first commandment. It is the first commandment. With promise. What is the promise? That it may be well with thee. The promise is it may be well with you. Uh-huh. That may live long. That you will earth. live long. So coronavirus will not kill you if you are honoring your father. Amen. If you are honoring your mother. There is a promise that comes with it. Now, you didn't hear what I just said. Yes. It is a promise. And when he had promised, he is faithful to execute it. That the virus will come, but it cannot get you. Because there is a promise when you begin to honor your father and mother. The promise is, it may be well with you. you know, sometimes they are annoying. I know. But honor them. Honor them. Honor them. Number six. There should be joy inside you every day. Nehemiah 8.10 Nehemiah 8.10 There should be joy. It will make you live long. It will give you long life. The Bible says laughter is a medicine. And it causes you to live long. Look at Nehemiah really quickly. Then he said to them, uh-huh. Go your way. Uh-huh. It's the fat. And drink the sweet. And send portion unto them for whom 
nothing is prepared. Uh -huh. For this day is holy unto thy Lord. Uh -huh. Neither be ye sorry, uh -huh. for the joy of the Lord is it's your strength. strength. Some of you, when you come to church, we are even afraid to look at your face. Your face looks like you've been baptized with lemon juice. Your life is cutting short, Mr. and Mrs. Executive. Some of you, the whole year, you have not even smiled. You have not even laughed. You have not even laughed to, to even go down on the, on the seat. So everything is spiritual. When joy is inside you, it brings strength and long life. You should be joyful all the time. You are complaining every day, complaining every day. What you have, somebody needs it. But God gave you, be, be grateful. And have joy, have joy. If your car is the old car and somebody is disturbing you that your car is the old car, that's fine. Be joyful about what you have. Never be sorry for the joy of the Lord. When it's inside you, what they said will not move you and you'll still be strong and you overcome or you can, or you can overcome and recover. I pray that may strength begin to be released upon you. Be happy. I always time and my last one. Be a seed sower. Be a seed sower if you want to live long. Every now and then, sow a seed. Givers don't die because they become a lifeline for somebody's deadline. So they need to be alive to secure others. Be a seed sower. Second Samuel 24, 24 to 25. David had gone to count God's people when he was not supposed to. And so because we were said to him not to do it, he did it and God's people started dying. Because God said, if you start counting them, I'll kill them. And he disobeyed. And so one prophet arose and went to David and said, David, what we are doing, it will not help. But rather, if we can now show, it will help. So David looked around. Then he went to a man. He said, hey man, I need a field. Go ahead and read from 24. And the king said unto Aruna, uh -huh. Nay, but I will surely buy it of thee at a price. He said, oh, this is your piece of land. I want to do something for God. So, neither I will it. I, Neither will I offer burnt offering unto the Lord, my God, of that which doeth cost me The nothing. man said you can take it for free. David said, no. I will not do something that it will not cost me when it comes to God and in his house. And look at this. Go ahead. So David bought the treasure, treasure floor. David bought the floor. And the oxen for... Go to 25. After David had got the land, bought the land, built a church, built an altar. Go ahead, 25. And David built three... And David built there an altar uh -huh. unto the Lord uh -huh. and offered burnt offering and, and peace offerings. And David brought. Uh -huh. So the Lord was entreated for the land uh -huh. and the plague was stayed from Israel. The plague called coronavirus. What will make God come down to stop it is for us to come to his church. To build him an altar. Sacrifice on it. Let me tell you, the food of deities are sacrificed. That is why any religion, they demand something from you. The Hindu, they will say, bring something to the Hindu God. The Muslims, 
they sacrificed. The plague that was killing God's people, including them, it stopped because spiritual direction was there that the food of deities are sacrificed. So they took sacrifice, placed it on the altar of Yahweh. And God stopped the plague. He stopped it. Stop it. He stopped it. You don't want your family, yourself, your people. You don't need your priest to tell you to sow a seed in this time. This is the time you call the God of your altar. The Bible said the plague, which is the same plague happening now, it stopped. David was after the heart of God, but God was not responding. But God moved because of a sacrifice on an altar. Because he has no choice when you see a sacrifice. Some of you should sacrifice on the altar than going to buy medicine. You take some seed. You said, I'm dropping this seed. God, me and my household. None of them will be permitted to be part and parcel of this epidemic around the world. We are secure. And then you sow your spirit to God. And other people are dying. But there is divine exemption. I pray for somebody in this auditorium. In this season of plague, in this season of despair, in this season of torture, may the God of this altar, because of your sacrifice, may He exempt you. Divine exemption. Exemption from pain. Exemption from disease. Exemption from infirmity. You are not part and parcel. I decree and declare none of you will be sick. No disease will enter your body. May the blood of Jesus be sprinkled around you. When they come, let them pass over you. I release you from every disease and poverty. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I lift up a word of prayer for you today. May the God that I serve, as you are standing up, may God, the God of this altar, when you call him, may he hear you. For call me in the days of your trouble and I will hear. May God separate you. May God favor your cause. May God accept you. You will not be a candidate of the various. You will live long. You will be healthy. The God of the altar will speak for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will conquer. You will recover all. You will excel. You are covered. The blood of Jesus will speak for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, the plague will never hold you back. In Jesus' name. Every hand lifted up. Father, even as we close, right in this auditorium, and even the people watching online, in this time of a plague, in this time of epidemic, around the world, where their disease is prescribed from the pit of hell. But according to Matthew 10 verse 1, as soon as we became your disciples, you gave us power. Over unclean spirits, that no sicknesses and diseases will overtake us. With our hands lifted up, including those our friends and loved ones watching us online. In this season, we cover everybody with the blood of Jesus. We cover every house with the blood of Jesus. We cover every soul with the blood of Jesus. We cover every man or woman with the blood of Jesus. None of you will be a victim of this epidemic. I have authority in Christ Jesus. I say one goeth and he goeth. One cometh and he cometh. In the name of Jesus, no sickness will hold you bound again. In Jesus' mighty name. May the Lord cover you. Bless you. Keep you. Uphold you with his victorious right hand. 
pray by your cause. Unto him that is able to do exceeding above what you can imagine or think. Blessing and hold upon you. In Jesus' name. As your eyes are closed, or maybe you're watching online, maybe you don't know Jesus. Jesus is the sweetest thing that can ever happen to you. Look through your heart. Sin is a sinker of destiny. Sin weakens your life. Sin destroys you. And the gateway of diseases like coronavirus is when sin is around. Make amends with God now. So that he will renew your youth. And he will cleanse diseases away. And make you whole again. In this time of despair, make it right with Jesus. So that this sickness that happened to other people, it will not happen to you. Right here in this auditorium and those watching online. Well, I bishop pray for me. Say, Lord Jesus, help me. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And make me whole again. Say, write my name in the book of life. Say, from today onwards, I'm a new creature. For all things have passed away. And everything has become new. In Jesus' name. Let me pray for you, Father. Cover everybody with your blood. Save our soul. Help us in our weaknesses. Cleanse us from every unrighteousness. Those online, those here. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe your needs were met and every word kept you in closer fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Want more? Find us on Facebook by searching Bishop Sam Darkon or Songs of Praise Temple. You can also subscribe on YouTube by searching Sam Darkon Ministries for our video messages to further boost your faith. We look forward to hearing your testimonies through any of our social media handles.